Welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series, we're answering questions from you, our listeners. And in this episode, we learn more about the structure of the school day and how not one day is the same for any of our pupils. Downhouse recognises that every pupil at the school is an individual with different strengths, passions and interests. Our host, Simon Jones, speaks to Miss Rosie McCann, housemistress of Holcombe, with pupils Camilla from the lower sixth and Sophia in the lower fifth or year 10. So I'm here today with Miss Rosie McCann, with Sophia and with Camilla. We're going to talk to all of them today. But first of all, starting off with you, Rosie. Hello. Thank you for being here. How are you? Hello. Very well, thank you. Pleasure to be here. It's great of you to give up your time to talk to us today and our girls. We're going to talk to them in a moment. But first of all, just tell us what it is that you do here at Down House. What is your actual title here? So my title is Housemistress of Holcombe House. So I look after one of the uh, boarding houses of the upper school um, and we're centred in the centre of the school. And I look after girls from ages 13 to 16 in years 9, 10 and 11. Okay, and for anyone listening, how many houses are there? There are five upper school houses, two sixth form houses and three lower school houses. Right, got it. Okay, and we're going to be talking today about the school day. First of all, tell us why this is an important subject. Why have we got a podcast episode dedicated to this? Well, I think with lots of different um, boarding schools, they have very varied uh, school days and they're all slightly different. Some work on a two-week timetable. Downhouse, for example, works on a one-week timetable. And um, depending on what each individual has to do, the school day will differ. And it is different for um, lots of girls within Down anyway. So, yeah. So I'm going to be trying to put myself in the shoes of a prospective parent, possibly someone who is thinking about which school to send their child to. And I just want to know more about, you know, what a typical day at Downhouse looks like. So let's think of some of the typical questions that a prospective parent might ask. Is there a regular start time to each day? So in the upper school, there are two versions of the school morning. Just, just tell us what upper school is. Upper school, sorry. So that's years 9, 10 and 11. Okay. So in mm. the um, upper school age groups, um, the boarding houses have breakfast in the main dining room and you will either be on early breakfast or late breakfast. So early breakfast is at 7.30. Mm-hmm. So the students would wake up at 7 o'clock and then they will be in the common room of the boarding house um, ready to be greeted by myself and we will go through the school day at 7.20 and then go downstairs to breakfast as a house um, at 7.30 and that's early breakfast. Late breakfast, they would wake up at 7.20, house meeting at 7.40 and then breakfast down in the main dining room as a house at 7.50. It's important to us that we have at least one meal a day where we eat as a house and so Downhouse has chosen breakfast for that meal, but I know that other schools have that meal as lunch. And do the girls get to choose whether they have early breakfast or late breakfast or, or how does that work? <laughs> no, it's on a, it's on a rolling rotor. Uh, so for Holcombe, we have early breakfast. I've only ever known us have early breakfast in Michaelmas term and in the summer term, but in Lent, we're now on late. So we get a lovely little 20 minutes extra <laughs> in, in bed in the morning. <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, we're going to find out in a minute from the girls about which they prefer and, and, and that kind of thing. But let's just imagine then breakfast is finished. What, what's what's sort of time do lessons start? So lessons do start at nine o'clock and depending on what day it is there's lots of other different things to do. Uh, so on a Monday we have whole school assembly that starts at 8 30 so it's important for us to collect the girls, check them in, make sure that they're wearing the perfect uniform, 
ready to start the week on a positive note. And then we have whole school assembly, 8.30 till nine o'clock, and then lessons start at nine. So that's Monday, Tuesday, and this is where it gets year group specific. So upper four, that's year nine, have chapel, and that's at 8.30. So lots of stuff happens at 8.30 to nine o'clock. Um, and then the lower five, all the upper five will have um, assembly at 8.30 until nine o'clock. So there's a, a nice space of time between eight and 8.30 um, where the students can get themselves sorted for the day, ready, uh, and then um, getting ready with uh, chapel and assembly. So that's Tuesday. Wednesday is different where we start the day, so start lessons at 8.30. So we have the same amount of lessons, but we shift it slightly earlier because we have matches on a Wednesday as well. And then on Thursday, it's back to normal timetable where there is chapel for lower five and upper five and sixth form at um, either eight o'clock or 8.30. So they can have the choice of which um, session to go to, which chapel service to go to. Um, and then upper four have assembly. Okay. All right. Now you've mentioned things like upper four, lower five, upper five. Just give us a snapshot as to what each of those mean as well, would you? Upper four is year nine. Um, lower five is year 10 and Upper five is year 11. Okay. And then we have lower sixth and lower upper sixth. Lower sixth and upper sixth. That's year 12 and 13. Okay. All right. So you've got Camilla sat on your left-hand side. Camilla, I believe you're in lower sixth. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And just tell us how long you've been at Downhouse for, first of all. I've been at Downhouse since Remove, so from the very beginning. Okay. So Remove being year seven. So, so you've been here then for, what's that, five full years? Yeah, five full years, almost six, which seems to have gone very quickly. Gosh, right. And can you remember what it was like when you first joined, when you're thinking to yourself, what does the school day actually look like? I think at the beginning it was quite daunting because obviously the timetable is, you have so many more different subjects to choose from at Down and the school day runs sometimes till six o'clock in the evening. So that felt longer to me than primary school. But your housemistresses and tutor tend to guide you through it. And at the beginning, particularly, you get escorted to lessons by teachers and older girls if you don't know where to go. Okay, right. Now, Miss McCann was talking about what the morning kind of routine is like, about early breakfast, late breakfast. First of all, which do you prefer between early and late? I think it depends on the term. So if it's winter, everyone tends to prefer the later breakfast so that you get the lion when it's dark. But then in summer, when you have exams, um, when it's lighter, it's much nicer to get up earlier because you feel like you have more of the day. Mm, that makes perfect sense. And Camilla, one of the things Miss McCann was just talking about was how different each day seems to be in terms of, you know, Wednesdays, it's a little bit different. Of course, you have different lessons on different days. Which is your favourite day of the week? My favourite day, I'd say, is a Thursday, particularly because I have so many extracurricular activities. So I have 8.20 um, tennis with my friend and then I have hockey and another tennis lesson that day within um, two English lessons and a music lesson. And then I have symphony orchestra after school and wing quintet at lunchtime. So I love having that range of kind of subjects as well as music and sports. So it all sounds really quite busy on a day like that then. Yes. Good fun though. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure it is. Rosie, just tell us a little bit about these kinds of busy days because it strikes me that when people have a busy day, they have less time to waste away on social media. Is that a fair thing to say? I think that's absolutely fair, yes, yeah. I mean, within the day, there are periods where you have um, prep periods. They are blocks of time in your timetable where you, d you won't have a lesson. In year nine, upper four, you will have a prep period where you have a teacher sat there in a classroom 
and you're sat down and you're absolutely doing work. And this is like private, quiet study time? Quiet but... study time, but it's factored within the timetable. So say less, um, period five, if you don't have a lesson, you'll have a free period, a prep period. And is that for girls in, in all year groups? All year groups, yes, yeah. But um, speaking specifically in, in years nine, 10 and 11, year nine have, uh, so upper four, it's a bit more structured, so they will have time within the timetable to do their uh, prep, their homework and get that completed so that they have a little bit more time in the evening to enjoy their sel themselves. And then as we move up the years, so year, uh, lower five and upper five, they have um, prep periods in their dorm. So everyone has a desk and they all have their own little space um, and it's much more preferable to be able to do your, your, your work in your dorm in your free time. So I don't know, maybe Sophia wants to talk about that. Fantastic. Sophia, yeah, tell us all about that. I really enjoy it, like in my dorm, because it's just like much quieter and like quite nice, you know. I did quite actually like it in like the lower school as well, because lots of people were around. So you could ask questions if you were struggling with something. But it's quite nice, like on your own. And maybe you can... Because people have it at the same time, you can go like next door or something to ask someone a question. But I really enjoy having it in my dorm and stuff. Sophia, Camilla was talking about extracurricular activities that she's involved in. Are you involved in anything like that as well? Yeah, I do extra squash lessons um, with one of my friends. And then I have tennis with one of my friends as like a private lesson. And I do hockey club on Thursday evenings and Last term, I did Berkshire hockey every Friday term, which would be take up my whole evening. And that was really fun. Wow. So you really do keep active here as, as well as your regular lessons. Yeah. Tell us about the variations that you have between Monday and Friday. I mean, wh which is your favourite day of the week? Probably like Wednesday. I quite enjoy because there's like a lot of nice time and stuff. And then we have matches as well because I really enjoy ho hockey. And I have hockey in the morning, P first thing, which is really nice, like being in a team and like working on skills and things like that. And then I have geography and then I have a squash lesson, which like I really enjoy because I really like it with my friend. And then we have like the long lunches, which is quite nice, you know, just to, like take a bit of a rest. And then I have extra maths and another free period and then history. And then I normally have a match afterwards, like hockey or squash. So, yeah, that's what my favourite day normally look like. And asking you your favourite day is one thing. How about your least favourite day? Probably Mondays. It's <laughs> like after Sunday, you know, it like it's quite full on to go on into. And it's like jam packed with like lessons all day. I don't have any freeze at all, which is can be quite stressful sometimes. Fantastic. Well, it's great to hear all of that. We're going to come back to you shortly. Rosie, one of the things that I sometimes hear is that there's no such thing as a downhouse girl because I kind of feel like that means that each girl here is individual. Tell us more about that. I'm just amazed at the freedom that every student in Down has to mould their own future. If they have their tutor sessions with their one-to-one uh, -one time with their tutor and they can sit there with their tutor and decide, right, OK, I've got these um, free prep sessions and I've got the opportunity to fill them with things. What do I enjoy doing? What do I want to be better at? What do I want to sort of create for myself for the future? And it's totally on an individual one-to-one -one basis. So every single uh, student's day is different. And I think that is why it's so fantastic here because you can be like, okay, what have you been up to today? I've been doing X, Y, Z. And it's absolutely, I'm flabbergasted as to how amazing and different it is for each individual. Now I'm, I'm smiling while you're talking about that because it really does sound like a perfect way of how school life should be. 
How is all of that managed, though? I mean, just from a timetabling point of view and identifying what each girl wants to do and what they're good at and, you know, what they're, what they're passionate about, how does all of that get managed? I think it's very much down to the tutor. So the tutor will sit down with the tutee and uh, look through the timetable. And um, it's about keeping it balanced, but also keeping it varied as well. We, we want the students to come out knowing that they've taken every single day um, and made it their own. Now, you've mentioned tutors a couple of times at least. Tell us why these relationships with the tutors are so important here at school. For me personally, I think it's about creating that one-to-one adult conversation um, with the girls that they wouldn't normally have on a day-to-day basis and having that interest with the individual. I think what Downhouse does differently to, to other schools is that rather than having a tutor group session, it is all about that individual. And so we have that sort of special unadulterated time that's factored into the timetable where we can just focus on that girl, on on their worries, on their dreams and their goals as well. And that's really important that we have those sessions where we can set those targets for them and just continue to reflect on how they can continue to better themselves. Thank you, Rosie. Camilla, Miss McCann just then was explaining all of that. You were nodding at the same time. Just tell us about why I'm going to make a presumption here that the tutor relationships are are beneficial to you. Tell us a bit more about how you experience that here. Um, Completely, I think. So I have my tutorial on a Tuesday lunchtime and it's about that pastoral support as well as academic support. So they create this balance to make sure you're not getting too overworked. You're doing a lot of sports and a lot of extracurricular things. And especially in sixth form, um, you can choose a tutor who's sort of in the subjects you're really interested in. So for me, I'm really interested in humanities. So I was able to get Dr. Atherton, who's actually also my English teacher. And that's really beneficial to me because I'm thinking about English for Oxbridge um, and that sort of area. So we chat about what I'm reading and yeah. What are you reading right now? Currently I'm reading Tender as the Night by Fitzgerald. Okay, right. Uh, I, I haven't read that. Tell us a little bit about it. It's actually very similar to The Great Gatsby. However, although The Great Gatsby is quite money orientated, I'd say in the book it's much more focused on potentially the characters and where characters go wrong with decisions rather than money being one of the main motivators, if that makes sense. And which other A-levels are you doing here then? I'm doing English, history and music. Okay. And which of those is your favourite, would you say? Um, Difficult question. I can't decide currently, although that's a decision I potentially need to make this term for uni. But I'd say they're all different in their different ways. I love music because it's more kind of it has that coursework aspect and I'm able to do composition and performing and it's something quite different to writing essays but I love reading and discussing kind of analytical points so I'd say all of them. Now you mentioned music earlier on what is it you play here? Um, I sing and I play piano. Okay right and what kind of music do you enjoy singing first of all? I mean I love choral music. And playing on the piano? Romantic piano music. Okay, so if there was one composer that you could only listen to or only play, who would you choose? Potentially Debussy or Brahms. Okay, right. Very good. Very good. Sophia, we were just hearing from Camilla there about the importance of these tutor relationships. How do you find they help you here in school? They really balance out my work life and like kind of my home life because I can really discuss anything with my tutor and like she's really supportive if I have any like concerns and she's always willing to help with 
anything that I need or if I'm struggling in something like she's able to contact someone to help me out with that and it's just really amazing. And also I was asking Camilla about which of her lessons were her favourites. What would you say are your favourite lessons? Probably I'm quite enjoying um, maths or history Mm -hmm. because I find like maths is so logical. It's just like quite straightforward and you can just get the right answer. I know quite like that because lots of other subjects it's so difficult to get like the right answer, but there's only one right answer. So and then history, I just like really enjoy learning about the past. And like I think it's really interesting what's been going on and even like today times and things I just find that really interesting it's interesting isn't it that you're right about maths that there is only one right answer Mm -hmm. factually there's only one right answer with history but it depends who's telling that story isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah now Rosie Camilla was telling us about choosing your own tutor is that for girls in all year groups I mean how does that work so that's essentially just for sixth form and you have multiple tutors if I'm right in think uh, in saying where you'll have a tutor if you're applying for Oxbridge uh, you'll have your own academic tutor and then if you're a scholar as well you will have a one-to-one meeting with your um, scholar tutor so for sake of argument if you were a drama scholar you will have someone that you can report to to say right well I've I've um, watched this play this week and um, I really enjoyed this and this is what I want to apply in my further studies um, and so I think If you're very lucky in the sixth form and you're a scholar as well as an Oxbridge candidate, (laughs) you will have three tutors that you can report to and and share all this knowledge and uh, continue your academic development as well as pastoral um, issues as well. Is that something that you wanted to build on? Yeah, just to say, so for example, for me, I'm a music scholar, so I have a music mentor that I get to choose as a sixth form privilege, which is really nice. And we kind of discuss how I'm managing and go through music. And then also for my academic scholarship, I have Madame Reithart, so we chat about kind of podcasts and just things I'm interested in. And it's just those sort of broad chats that help you develop passions for really kind of unique things. So I'm developing more of a passion for like modern history. I'm finding out kind of which areas of history I love the most. Um, and I think those conversations you have with those those teachers really help to build on that. In the um, upper school, uh, so for years 9, 10 and 11, uh, you don't get to choose who your tutor is. Okay. So there's a set number of um, tutors per house uh, and they the tutor will only be working in um, one particular house. So we've got a selection of 12 tutors in Holcombe and they are all tutors for just the Holcombe girls, which is lovely. Oh, I see. Right. And they can come into the house and you can have your tutorial sessions within the house. Um, And so really they are part of the team. And then these one-to-one tutor times, are they factored into the timetable as well? Or do they happen on a sort of ad hoc basis? So they, every beginning of term, the tutors will meet their tutees um, as a group. So they will have one one group session and they will have a look at the timetables and um, decide when is best to fit in that tutorial with that student. So sometimes it's in a free period, sometimes it's at lunch break, sometimes it's in the morning break or um, after lessons as well or Saturday morning. And that will be put into the timetable and that is then honoured by both the tutor and the tutee. And that is their absolute private one-to-one time that they, uh, they can have their session. Okay, got it. And Rosie, one of the things Sophia was saying is that you can talk to your tutor about anything. I mean, is that really the case? I mean, how do, how do the, how do oh, the girls feel about talking to their tutors? I think it's really important to get a whole picture um, of your tutee uh, to ask about how things have been in um, during the, the school day or even in the in the holidays. And it's it's not just an academic relationship. It's to make sure that they are um, happy, comfortable. And if you're not looking after yourself 
um, personally, how can you fully grab the day by the horns academically if you're not looking after yourself? So it's important to have that link as well. So we've talked a lot then about what the school day is like between Monday and Friday, about how different they are for uh, from one day to the next, how different they are for each girl here at school as well. Tell us about some of the fundamental differences between a weekday and a weekend. So in Downhouse, you have lessons on a Saturday from nine until 12. In, uh, in Down, we have periods of 35 minutes with five minutes at the end to walk to your next uh, your next subject. Uh, so on Saturday, yes, there's four periods with a break in between. And then lessons finish at 12 and the girls will then go to lunch and then off to their respective matches. So matches are a huge thing uh, at Down House. And sadly, they were there was quite a lot rained off <laughs> this weekend, wasn't there? <laughs> um, all the more time for the fair. Um, so... Uh, Yes, loads of um, loads of matches. It's a mass exodus to go either to um, other schools or the schools come here, and uh, and then they will finish at around four thirty five o'clock, and then then the evenings, the Saturday evening fun starts, and that is incredibly varied. <laughs> Sophia, we're just hearing there about Saturday evenings. Tell us what Saturday evenings look like for you. It really depends, I guess, on each weekend. If I'm at school, it's normally I might go out to the cinema or. I might bake something in house with some friends or otherwise I'll probably go home for the weekend if it's an open weekend and I would obviously spend time at home after my parents would collect me after our matches and things. So an open weekend, just for anyone listening, that's a weekend where you're able to go home? Yes, it is. Okay, as opposed to a closed weekend where, where we everyone stay stays in, in school. Yes. Right, okay, got it. And Camilla, how do Sundays normally look for you? We've looked now at every day during the week and we've looked at Saturdays, but how do Sundays typically look for you? I think it's completely unique. So um, for example, this weekend we've had some house music rehearsals because that's a competition coming up. And then um, obviously we've got a fun fair here at Down, which is really exciting. And then obviously some weekends there's socials or kind of debating with boys schools, which is really exciting. So we have a big collaboration with Radley, which provides lots of opportunities for us. So we do debating with Radley. Um, so one weekend we had a four hour workshop and we learned about how the British parliamentary debating system works, which was amazing. And then we had dinner with them. And it, it really varies on the week, but those are just some of the opportunities that we get. Camilla, thank you for that. Rosie, we're going to bring this episode to a close in a minute. There's just one thing that is kind of bothering me slightly, and it might be on the minds of some of the people listening to this, which is that with all of these extracurricular activities, to what extent do these happen at the expense of some of the traditional kind of what I might call the normal lesson happening here in school? It's really important to us that nothing clashes with academic lessons. I mean, we're here first and foremost to deliver a fantastic boarding environment, but also for um, excellent academia. Um, and so any extracurricular sessions do not clash with um, academic subjects and they will have to be factored into their free periods. And that's why everyone has such a varied timetable because everyone has different periods in the day where they can they can take that time so sake of argument if you have a guitar lesson or a, um, a clarinet lesson that will not crop up 
in, in an academic lesson at all. That will be in period three when you don't have anything going on at all. <laughs> so it's not a case of getting halfway through a history lesson and putting your hand up and saying... <laughs> I've got to go, uh, no. Exactly that, yeah, yeah. Well, again, hats off then to whoever manages all of that because that, that really is quite impressive. Mr Evans is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mr Evans. So we need to bring this to a close now, but Sophia, thank you very much for your time, first of all. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed being here. It's great to have you here. Thank you. And Camilla, thank you for being here as well. Thank you very much. And Rosie, thank you to you for being here. Thanks ever so much. So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.